Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. Hello, hello, hello. I know I always start that uh, with the Allured Life Podcast, but welcome, 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 welcome. Um, I always want to do welcome and say hello to those that are listening to this because you guys are my friends. This is a community that we're building of just really reaching for our best version of ourselves, the allured life. Um, I was journaling the other day of just kind of what, and this goes with the, the theme of this podcast. It's just, what is the context of this work that I'm doing here? Um, and actually let me, let me read it to you guys. Um, cause I, it was kind of it was as if anybody's done journaling prompts, it was gibberish, right? At first. And and it still is, and it's still kind of evolving, but it, it really is. It's one, there's two contexts actually that kind of came up. It's I am building an unbelievable build business that will inspire and lead an unimaginable amount of women to know their beauty, magnetism, worth, and value. And then another context that really aligns to this business, this podcast is I am working on creating a standard of being for women to step into that eradicates self-consciousness, self-loathing, self-hatred, unworthiness, feeling poor. And in my world, women know and own their value, worth, power, and beauty. So those are definitely, 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 definitely going to be refined, re- because I don't totally love the wording of it all, but it is what it is right now. And so that's what I want to talk about on this podcast is this, if, if you are new <laughs> and you have no idea what a context mean, I want to talk about and really dive into context, 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 context. It's something I've been talking about. I feel like the theme of this podcast is what is Katie's thoughts about what is a context for our life? And I, if you follow me on social media, so on November 18th, it was a Friday, I posted and I said, it clicked. Something clicked for me, finally. Something that I've been like mulling over, figuring out, trying to understand, trying to really develop and was struggling with it, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It clicked at least this version of my understanding of what do you think it's going to be? Drum roll, please. Context. <laughs> it was a deeper, fuller understanding of almost just where I felt it in my body, this, this understanding of context and alignment to that context. So for those that are new to this podcast, um, there's a couple of episodes for sure. Number one, uh, episode number one was one of my favorite podcasts ever. I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually talk for an hour about something that I really, really think is valuable 
episode number one of the Allure Life podcast. Um, it's about the difference between feminine and masculine energy. I don't know the exact title of it. Um, I'll link it actually below in these show notes. But what context is, is this different version of we've, we know, and we have an understanding of what goal setting is, vision planning, what a mission is, what is your purpose? Like we, we've heard all of these different things about kind of striving for and hopefully accomplishing certain things in our life, certain ambitions, certain levels of motivations of where we want to go up, materialistic things, um, body image per- things. I want this amount in my bank account. I want to be making this amount. I, in three months, in six months, I want this type of body type. I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to have this version of a relationship. Like, like we have goals. We have plans. We have missions. I I know a lot of entrepreneurs will say my mission for my company is X, Y, and Z. And there's like, you can Google, how do I create a mission statement? And they'll say, okay, say you state this and say your purpose and value. Like we have this. And if you're an employee, you know, you the company has a mission statement, a purpose statement, a value statement, all these little things, right? But for us personally, just you, by yourself, we call them goals. Or we call them my five-year, uh, what are they called? Um, bucket list items that we want to do. Yet, I love goals. I am, that is my love language. Every, oh, I love goal setting. I love goal setting. I love it, love it, love it. I love trying to understand as well. Why do we say that we want something and we do not show up to it whatsoever? Because for me, it stemmed from year after year after year after year saying, I want to lose weight and nothing happening in my body. At least it might have, but for me specifically, it was just like, I felt the same about my body when I was 16 years old to a couple of years ago. I felt like I needed to lose weight. I felt like I needed to change something of my body. I felt like my arms needed to be thinner. My legs needed to be thinner smaller. My butt needed to be perkier and I shouldn't be able to squeeze it. I should, I felt like I shouldn't have to have been able to squeeze any part of my body <laughs> except for maybe my boobs. My boobs could have been a little bit bigger. I could have squeezed those a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside. And so I, this podcast is all about us becoming the women that we want to become. And it, Being a thing, no matter what, will happen. I know that's a big statement, but, and this is why I'm going so much into what is a context, because when we focus in on what we want in this life and it's driven from a context point of view, point of energy, let's say that actually, point of energy, think of, think of energy as just like something that's stoking the flames stoking your power. We, we, I hear this all the time. I know you've thought about this and wondered this too. Where do I get motivation? How do I have consistent motivation? How do I keep 
sustained motivation. Think of energy as motivation to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Context is the energy for us to actually achieve everything that we want. I know that it is a broad statement. I know that's a almost, I had a friend of mine in college who jokingly called me pony boy one time um, from the outsiders. I got to look that up. I should have looked that up before I referenced that. Um, but pony boy, because she said, she was like, Katie, you just see the good in everything too much, actually too much where there's that fear of disappointment that I don't know if you're, if you can, if, if you even are protecting yourself against that. So I, I get it when I say you can have everything that you want. I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, I get that. I get that. It's like, (laughs) Oh, Katie, little Katie, you don't know the realities of the world that we're living in. You don't know the realities of the world that I specifically am living in, the things, the constraints that I have going on, the life that I I was brought up in, the circumstances that I have it from my childhood and from now, and the people in my life that are holding me. Like I, I get that. So I get that there's those perceptions and realities where when I say you can have everything in your life that you ever want, and you're saying, that's a load of BS, Katie. I, I because if if that is the thought right now that you're thinking, it's because you are in this focused of goal setting, and that's it. If I I put on my goals, I'm a millionaire. We're it's gonna take a little bit to get there. When we come from a, a just an old paradigm of just you set goals and you try to hit those, but we only set realistic goals and we aim for those. And then you set a little bit, a little bit bigger of a realistic goal. And then you aim for that and see how you're doing. We, when we come from that, it's very stagnant, very, very stagnant. And so that's where, again, the energy this motivation that we want to come from is create a context. And a context is just a belief of, not even a belief. Actually, yes, it's a belief of what you're capable of doing and there's no time constraint to it. A context is, it's not a goal. Context is not a goal, but it can hold goals within that context. So. Cause we show up differently and I'm going to, I'm going to give a very, very like, like short explanation of what context is. Cause I've done this so much in, in past con past episodes, not past context, but a context is just the way that you show up, basically the way that you show up and we show up differently based on different contexts. I have a different, if the, if my context is, I am so, so hungry, just give me food. I have a different way of showing up in that context versus if I'm going to go have dinner with Ryan's parents for the first time. I eat very, 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 very differently in those, in those different contexts. I have a different context where I am getting ready for, um, date night with Ryan versus when I'm getting ready for going to the gym, different contexts. So I show up 
completely different in those two, two scenarios. The scenario is the same, getting ready, eating. The way that I approach it, very, very different based on the context that I am approaching that scenario. So that's what a context is. So what I figured out, what landed for me is I was creating these contexts for my life, but I was creating really, really, really small contexts that they didn't feel small, but when I really, really looked at them, they were small because a a small context, again, we want to be creating a big enough context that we know it'll, we don't know how it's going to happen, but we know it to be true so that it can hold everything that we want in all those little goals that we want in this life, all those little goals, a context can be able to hold all of that. Yet what I was doing is I was playing way, it was too small because your context is too small when three things can happen. One is that it can be unraveled by a train of thought. Number two, it can be negated by its opposite. And number three, you don't truly believe that you will 100% with every fiber of your being achieve that context. So three things. I was creating context that I was like, oh, I really want this. Oh, I really, like, if I can just step into this, if I can achieve this level of success in my business, of this area in my relationship with Ryan, with my family, with my own health, if I just had that, oh, my life would be amazing. And what I started to find is that I was having some trouble following through on certain things that I was like, but I said, if I do these things, these, these kind of tasks that align to this context, I'll, I'll achieve those that context of mine. For instance, let's say like, let's say one of my contexts was to lose weight, to be actually, I, I talked about this in a couple episodes ago. One of my contexts is to live into the most radiant, beautiful body. And so within that context comes then the specific action items, the quote unquote goals of losing a certain amount of pounds. Um, if that's for me, that, that is something that I, I am working on. I, I know my body type. I, I, there's areas of my body that I could, I could release stored weight. Um, it's also the goal of moving my body, drinking water every single day, half my body of water, uh, an ounce is minimum every single day, eating a certain way, sleeping a certain way. Yet I wasn't following through on many of those things. And I was like, wait, like the context, Kate, when you have a big enough context, it, it can hold failure. It can hold you not following through, but not but, and it also should be stoking that flame so that I have that energy so that there is more consistency. So I do change that I have that energy and that excitement to be like, okay, let's keep going for it. Let's keep going. Let's keep like moving it, moving it, moving it. Like, come on, we got this. I wasn't like that though. There was a lot more disappointment feeling of stuckness. There was, there was, there was ickiness. And, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that ickiness and stuckness is wrong because again, our context should be so big that it can hold 
that ickiness, those failures, that stuckness. But at the same time too, it should be able to hold it and move us through it. And I felt like I wasn't getting moved through. It just kind of kept the same problem. (laughs) Kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. In different forms. And so... This is where, this is, this is the thing that landed. It was the alignment piece. Am I being intentional with the alignment to my context every single day? Every single day, am I acting in alignment, true alignment to my context? And the truth is, I thought I was, but I really was not. I was aligning to something that was very, very fake to my context. It was, it was almost like my belief system was like, like, oh yeah, the actions that you're doing, they, the, you are, you are, you're there, you're in alignment, but I was so far out of alignment, so far out of alignment. And how did I know this? Because I felt stressed. I felt frustrated. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I wasn't being enough. I wasn't doing enough. Like there, there was icky feelings. I've talked about this so, so much. So I should have known this. But I didn't see it. Because when I took a step back, I was like, okay, what are the alignment activities of every single day? Like truly, truly, and and again, that was because I was going from contexts that that were way, way, way too small and I wasn't building up practices to check into my context either. That was it. I knew all of the information, but I wasn't implementing strategies and habits of just like, hey, let's, let's just plan for these contexts. Let's actually get crystal clear. Let's look at them every single day, write them out, and then plan your week from these contexts. I kept going because again, I, I've talked about this in podcasts of like, when you feel good, that means you're in alignment with your, with your, with your context. When you don't feel good, that means you're out of alignment. And so I kept kind of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth of feel good, feel don't, don't good, not good, <laughs> feel really good, feel a little bit frustrated, feel stressed, feel really good. And like, it was just kind of this dance. So I knew something was going on and I, and I, and again, I thought I was acting in alignment. So I'd feel good. And then it kept coming back. So I thought I was just building up that strength of, okay, we are just learning to go back into the context, go back into context, go back into context, go from the void of feeling not enough, come back, hold that, those negative emotions come right back, which if you're there, you're doing great because I I do, even as I'm talking right now, I want to almost have some self-compassion and say like, it's I wasn't wrong. I just didn't know. So this is me. I I learned it. So I hope you get it so much faster. That's kind of, we're collapsing time here together. (laughs) And so this is, I'll read from my journal of it landed my understanding slash misunderstanding of context and alignment. So context and living into alignment, living in the zone 
That's what leads to 90% of success. Therefore, I must create specific and big context that one, can't be unraveled by a train of thought. Two, it can't be negated by its opposite. And three, I believe with every fiber of my being that it is going to happen. And the thing that has really disrupted me is I haven't been crystal clear on my context. In fact, they've been pretty dang small. And when I'm out of the zone, I've felt it. Therefore, what are the contexts that I want and I desire? And I must remind myself of them with practices in my day, every single day. I have to stimulate those. Therefore, so that, that was, I know it's so simple. It's so simple, but it was, it's the, this is the difference. If, if you can get this, how simple this is, have a context aligned to that context. It is 90% of success right there. And so I want to talk with you then of kind of some strategies that I've, I've implemented to really, really focus in on and and make sure that my context is so strong and that I am planning my day in alignment where it is rock solid. And I've been doing this for about two weeks now, about 10 days actually when I'm recording this. And I felt so good. There's not that back and forth, back and forth of, okay, we're, we're going with the, we have a line or feel good. We feel good. Okay. We're, we, we, we lost track a little bit. Okay. Come back. Like I feel so good doing this. And so I want you to feel good. And I, I hope it, this will help you in kind of your walk with context and alignment. And so the number one thing of creating a strong context was I had to bring attention to those contexts every single day. And for me, what that looked like is journaling about them, writing them out. So right now I have this journal. Um, it's my alpha femme journal. I love it. It's so pretty. Uh, every single day, I haven't been perfect with this, so I'm strengthening that. It's I write down eight of my contexts that I'm working on, that I'm striving for. And these, it's, it's every area of my life. It's my health. It's my relationships. It's the way that I want to view myself, the, the, the mission that I want to create with my life's work in this podcast and in this business. Um, it's the, let me, what other themes? It's the way that I want to be growing and evolving. It's the business that I want to create. It's the, and th- those were what I read to you at the beginning of this podcast. It's the, the, my number seven and eight is I am building an unbelievable business that will inspire an unimaginable amount of women to know their beauty, magnetism, worth, and value. And so just looking at that context, let me go back to, can that be unraveled by a train of thought? No, because I made it really broad. Like I'm creating an unimaginable. So I can't like by just putting in that word unimaginable, I, I can't wreck that context with the, which is train of thought. 
because I can't right there. It's like, Katie, you can't even imagine where this business will go for. So don't even try. Don't try to unravel it with unamount. Un, like we don't even know how many women it could be two. It could be 5,000. It could be 5 million. It could be the entire population of the world. I don't know. And the fish unimaginable amount of women. Like it can't be unraveled by a train of thought when I put those kind of words around it. Cause I don't even know. It can't be negated by its opposite. So the opposite is like, you will, you will, what would the opposite be? You are destroying an unbelievable business. I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of that would be. And I do believe I can do it because again, in that context, I did not give a time frame. If I said I was going to build an unbelievable business within a year, you know, actually, I do believe that. I do believe that because again, it's unbelievable business and, and I'm in wow of every facet of my business. But that's where it's like, when I say I'm going to lose 20 pounds, okay, can be unraveled by a train of thought. Uh, Yeah. I didn't do it. I did not work out yesterday. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm probably not going to do it now. I haven't done it in the past. Like, like all these things that can unravel really, really quick. Uh, also, okay. I didn't lose a pound this week. Not going to lose 20 pounds in a month. Nope. Not impossible. Like that's where it's, we were playing way too small. When we're just focusing on goal setting and creating plans for like, we're, we're, we're playing small. We're playing dang small. And so that was step one in creating a really strong context and making sure that I align to it. It's bringing attention to those contexts every single day. And that's where every single day I'm rewriting the context. And each time I'm refining it, feeling into those words, like, does it feel good to look at that? And, and asking myself too, like, can it be unraveled by a train of thought? Is the opposite, can it be negated by its opposite? And do I believe that it's true? And each time I'm like, okay, yes, yes. Or, or if it is, if, if some little negative thought comes up, then it's like, okay, how do I refine this? How do I make this a little bit better? What, what, what can I add? What words can I add to this context that I will feel that it's true. And I feel so excited. I'm stoking again. Remember these contexts are stoking this energy in us. So we can hold the dis- the failures that will happen because we're striving for something better. And two, it'll help us push through that as well. And then the second thing that I started to in- in- integrate and really incorporate is tracking the habits and the things that you're doing that feel in alignment with my context. So what I started doing is at the beginning of every single week, ideally, I would love to do this on Sunday. I haven't done it on Sunday. It's been the past couple of Mondays, but it's, so I write down my contacts in a list and then I take those, I take those contacts and then I write, I write those contacts again to check in. I'm, I'm very visual and, and, and I really wanted this to be a really mindful practice of mine. I write those contacts again. And then under that, I say, therefore, this week, my focus is dot, dot, dot. And within those contexts, I write down what are the things that I'm going to be doing that is in alignment with that context. 
And with this practice, it has been a beautiful practice of filling up my calendar with not to-dos, but alignment. I don't have a, a calendar of to-dos. I mean, there are there are things that I have to get done. There are things that I want to accomplish, but they don't feel like to-dos anymore. They don't feel like things that I want to pro- procrastinate anymore. Because I've written in, I know exactly where, okay, where is this in alignment? on my on like my context for the life of the woman that I'm striving to become that I I am becoming because I'm walking in alignment with these things that are like okay this x y and z the list of things cuz you'll do this I, I try try this so many things will pop up even even m- mundane things that don't feel fun when you, when you come from a place of context with those, they feel like the most beautiful things in the world. For instance, for me, one of my contexts is I surround myself with beauty every single day. And so with that on my list was cleaning the house, cleaning the kitchen after dinner. And in the past, those felt like I had so much other things that I, I had to get done that I hate. I hated cleaning, hated it, put it off, especially the kitchen after dinner. I was exhausted. I'm like, Ryan, why can't you just do this? But now it's in the context of, I am like, I am living in beauty. I see beauty. And so while I'm cleaning, it's, it's, I'm not cleaning to clean and we have a gross bathroom. It's, I'm creating beauty in my life because I like things clean. I like things where they're supposed to be. I like, and, and, and there's, there's, there's beauty too, that comes from like a whole bunch of books on the shelf in mismatchy order or, um, a coffee table where I have like things out on the coffee table. But if, if it's, if it's organized in a beautiful way, like I love that, it feels good for me. Another example too was just, so sometimes I can get a little bit cranky when I'm cooking dinner and I feel like I like, have you ever just felt like there's so much other stuff to do? I could be working. I could be listening to podcast. I could be working out. Like there's so much things to do. And then dinner is like the last thing that you want to be doing. And then you're rushing and you're so hungry and just the kitchen's a mess afterwards. And you're like, oh, that's, I've done that. That is me a hundred percent. And I told Ryan the other day, I was like, I love to cook when I have time. And time is just a made up thing. We always have time, but we make ourselves feel like we don't have time to. Th- th- that could be another point of conversation, another another conversation topic, another podcast episode. But I was like, I love cooking when I have time. But lately, I've just been in such a like bad mood when I was cooking. He was like, so my, because my context is I live a like surrounded by beauty, a beautiful life. Another one is, is just like my life takes my breath away. Does being stressed out or being in a crump, grumpy mood or trying to just whip something up really fast in the kitchen and just having like a, like, is that in context in alignment with a life that takes my breath away? No. I was like, so if that's important to me, if that's the life that I'm trying to create and str- and will create, then 
it is important for me to slow down enjoy the cooking process, put on some music, make it a really enjoyable experience so that I don't show up in a cranky mood where I'm like, why am I the one that's cooking when like, just because I'm the woman, right? Like that's, that has happened. There's been resentment on my end. Cause I'm just like, why am I always, always the one that's cooking? And cause I'm the woman and, 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 and how does that help with me and Ryan. Another context is that I, we are creating the most epic love story of our life. How does that align with it? That's out of alignment. But these were things that just kept happening, kept happening, kept happening. And so when I planned my week that popped up of like, how do I want to show up with cooking this week, Katie? It's you're living the most beautiful life. You are building the most epic love story with Ryan. Okay. How all those things. Okay. I'm going to show up and I'm going to have time. I'm going to feel joyous cooking and creating this experience for me and Ryan. And that felt good. And so this, this is the process, at least for now, this is the iteration of what it looks like to have a context and to act in alignment with that context every single day. Right now, the strategy, and it's evolving a little bit too, which I'm sure I'll talk about more. Right now, the strategy is one, bring attention to that context every single day. And two, plan what are those alignment factors? What are those alignment tasks? Brainstorm that and create your calendar of alignment, not a calendar of to-dos, a calendar of alignment. I know this is, it's a mindset shift. It's a paradigm shift, but that's where transformation happens. It's not in what we do because the what that I'm doing this week is the same thing that I was doing a couple of weeks ago where I felt stressed out. I'm exercising, I'm eating, I'm cleaning, I'm going to work and doing the work. But who I am being around those tasks, those things that I have to get done, that has transformed. She is a different version. Therefore, the results completely different. That's why so many, I've asked the question, like, we all do the same things, right? We all work the same amount of hours. We all try to exercise and eat a certain way. Yet why do some people find massive success and others really struggle? It's not in what we do. It's who are we being and who are, that's 90% of success. Who are we being? And that is created in your context and alignment in that context. And then you do, then you go, then you run to whoever you are becoming. So guys, I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope, I hope this sparked something in you. Again, the, the context behind this podcast is that I stand for women leading themselves, feeling worthy, feeling they're like rich in themselves and who they are, that they, they can achieve anything that they want. 
I firmly stand for that. And I stand for that not because so many women are self-conscious, self-loathing, doubtful, feel unworthy. I don't stand, I don't, I don't do this work because I believe that the opposite is true for so many women, but I know a lot of it is true for a lot of women. I know it. Because how many times have we had conversations about that with other women? How many times have the media just talked about how we can be better, do better, act better? It's a lot of places, right? How many times have you been in conversations with your girlfriends and it's just talking like we're not sitting there saying, I've done this amazing thing. Thank me. I am amazing. And then another girlfriend goes, I have also done an amazing thing. I am amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend has done this. My husband's doing this. Uh, my like, I, I just need some spanks. And like, um, like there's been those conversations. I know they're not everywhere, but I've been a part of them. And I, I know. So I'm standing for we are leaders in ourselves. We are worthy no matter, no matter what. We are rich. We deserve to be wealthy, both in spirituality and in energetics and money and all these things that we deem as wealthy and luxurious. We are confident. We are brave. We are well-spoken. We are everything that we ever want to be. And it will constantly be evolving and growing from that as well, too. And I know every fiber of my being that when we walk together in this, in this alignment together, knowing that this is absolutely true in these contexts that are strong, we will achieve what we want a hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I have faith that it will happen no matter what. So I love you guys so much. I'm getting chills just saying this to you right now. Again, if you found this valuable, helpful, and would like to share this, please share on social media, tag me at Katie Christ, or just share privately with a friend, your mom, your grandma, your sister, your best friend, colleague, whoever. I love you. Have a good week. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.